boy Big China, along with Eric, reigning CWT Angler of the Year, Love Boat Buzz. Yes, sir. <laughs> and yes, Mike, sir. short fuse to Tolly. Back, back from a stint up north, boys. It's good to have you guys back. Thank you know you. what? Eric was actually fishing out of a Lund boat. Oh, just for a little. Bit. It looked just good, didn't it? Yeah. It did look he good. He never you... sat still once. He's jumping around like his oh, feet were on fire. He's probably the I didn't same burn, but <laughs> you probably turned into gold. I'm editing Thank all you. those pictures. You're gonna put a little craft on that? I'm gonna take the. He's gonna turn it into a lond. Lond. L O N D. Lond. Fun. Just put fun. <laughs> ah, man. So we got an interesting show today, guys. Uh, on Monday, we did talk about offshore fishing while the boys were away, as well as the Falcon Bass Tournament. So let's continue with that, I guess. Shore fishing. Yeah, offshore fishing, and it's fu- and why when you do it, why you do it, and where you do it. That's just a... Uh, let's start with Mike. Mike, you're an offshore line. fisherman. <laughs> where would you go, my friend? Next. <laughs> oh, my goodness. When is the last time you shore fished, Mike? Probably last weekend. I did it from the dock when we were that at, waiting for the airplane that's to show that's up. That's shore fishing. Actually, I would probably try to find something with a bit of current. We don't ask you where we're looking for. We just ask you when. Did you used to back in the day? Have you always been of a boat guy? Of course he has. Haven't you used to? Offer? I used to shore fish, yeah. And especially in Winnipeg too, right? Like did you used to do like St. Norbert? A boat? lot of the floodway. It did lots of the floodway. Oh, lots Mike was telling about his, uh, his biggest catfish. Came out of here. And he's talking like a provincial record. Yeah. So tell us a story about that catfish, Mike. Okay, tell us. It was actually uh, my uh, day after my wedding. Wow, you told me this. I love this. Oh, so this is 40 years ago now. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, we headed down to the floodway, and we were just, we were getting cats one right after the other, and then, of course, you get that one that bends the rod where you don't move it. So, it took about 10, 15 minutes to get it in, because it's heavy current. Got it in, and back then, we all we did was we pulled out scales, so I pulled the scale out that was at 50 pounds, lifted oh. it up, broke the scale, grabbed the next scale. 50 pound scale broke that scale <laughs> and it was over 48 inches long so do we add wow. do, we, do we add like 50 plus 50 on that if he broke two <laughs> so that's a big like when you're talking like these Berkeley scales yeah so now and it, and it maxed it out it maxed it out now you, you it. actually it and it. then broke it it broke it so now the thing is you actually had a ruler right like yeah. so you, we just had a tape measure right so did you over, okay I was so over it, the body. we didn't follow the body we stretched it straight straight okay across. Wow. So even even if you even if you give that like plus even, even three, take three inches off three yeah. inches off like 45. 48, 45, that thing's massive. That's huge. But it, the gut on this thing was massive. Oh, so when you say floodway, you're talking like here, yeah, Saint Norbert, right here, Saint Norbert floodway, yeah, the gates. There's we still lots of catfish to this day. The south side, because the south side was always hot before we had the flood. Really? And then after we had the flood, it changed that, that drastically. The flood of the century. Yeah. Because the ground sort of changed. They, yeah, yeah, changed no, 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 no. The government went in there and they well, fixed they the changed it. They, they, they went in there and, and they, they changed everything there, which actually sucks. It yeah, sucks yeah, yeah, now yeah. there. Yeah, it really does. It's well, I, still it, it's not as good as it was. But no, we used to be able to go there. You used to get like 15, 20 masters in an evening. Yeah, that's that's what I heard back. And then. that's during like, the summer too, right? We had to chase them down one night. We did thirty cats one night, running down over a half. We're masters. We had to chase them down in a boat because we were getting spooled. Oh, wow. That's a lot of fun. You know, and and the gold eye there. That's insane. And there still are, but it's not not like it is now. You said just go there. You'd get like 100 in an evening. You you know, know, was was it because they did less regulation on water height back then? 
And that's why there was well, more they, water. They more dug it up I think the ground there. was different. They dug it up weird, man. They must yeah, have taken it up. No, no, they, they did dig it up because when they yeah. did all the construction, they added like islands and rock piles here and there. Yeah, that's good. You think? But like now, nowadays, like they're so concerned about water levels that though <laughs> they mean that they just they open up gates sooner than they are and, and lower the water. So maybe back in the day, they didn't really think about as much. They didn't think about mm. that as much. So well, it's all about saving the city, right? I grew up fishing there. St. Norbert. Love St. Norbert so and St. Mary's. Yes. You ever fish St. Mary's? That, uh, Which one? The, where the boat launches? Maple Grove Rugby Park. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never fished there. I don't think that thing's open anymore. That used to fish the opposite side when I was younger. Okay. You guys are probably still How'd, how'd you get there? How'd you get there? On the opposite of St. Mary's there? Like, uh, you go into King's Park. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we yeah. We used to ride our bikes. Oh, that's where it is. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We used to get walleyes right at the bend there. Yeah, I've never fished there, but I've seen it every time we go for a Cats, walk. Cats, or just uh, the average size is four pounds. Wow. wow. That's See? impressive. So you mean like we, we always tell people, everyone's always saying how how fortunate we are for, to live in Manitoba, how Manitoba has such an amazing fishery, but what they don't realize is how good of a fishery Winnipeg is. And I think, I, I still think Winnipeg is a great fishery uh, if you know where, when, and how to attack the Red River and the Cinnaboyne River, right? Because if you're not that picky about fishing offshore in the city... You mean there's a lot of spots that you can go. You can get your fix, even if you're just at the bottom of the ledge, for yeah. example. But right the, ni- the, the nice thing is with the river is you, it's just multiple species. Multi you species. don't know what you're gonna catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that's and that's just Winnipeg by itself. But I know um, this past weekend, last past weekend, myself and Tyler Manzak, we went on a offshore crusade. <laughs> and we start, and we remember right before you guys were heading out and playing, we're like, we have tons of video for you. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, this started off as an epic win, and it finished off as an epic fail last weekend. So where did you go? What's okay, the so list? List them off okay, let's first stop and stop. We started off at Rice Lake and Bissette because we were doing everything offshore. So you went straight there first, straight there, and we started fishing from shore, and we started popping like yeah, some bass. Like the, the, the later on in the day, we got there about eight thirty, eight forty-five, nine o'clock. Okay. By like 10, 30, 11, it really started heating up by the by our shoreline. The wind was blowing towards the towards the, the shoreline that we were at. Even all the boaters that were out there, which was a total of two, <laughs> they were fishing our shoreline as well. Like where do you, where do you fish there? Just anywhere? Is there a park? Well, there is a beach. There is like a park, like a, a place that you park. There's there is there's limited space. Uh, like blue blue water aviation is there, right? Mm-hmm. So we did ask Blue Water if we can fish off one of their points. And they said definitely we could just as long as we didn't fish on their docks. Yeah. So we always told everyone, I go, if you're going to, anytime you go to someone's lake, be respectful. be respectful and mindful of people's property, right? Don't just automatically assume and have that whole mentality saying, well, waterway shorelines is not their property, right? Right, right. So, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you still have to trespass on their property to get there. So just be mindful of that. And, and like I said, we, we could have probably stayed at Bissette all day and pounded out like, like 50, 60 bass because that's how good it was. It was fun. So then where'd you go from there then? So from there, we wanted to do Madagatogan Falls because we always pass Madagatogan Falls on the way to Bassett or right. on the way to Madagatogan to go fish. There must have been a lot of people there. There was not that many. Uh, not that many. There was probably about like uh, six to eight. Oh, because there's no white bass yet. Because no white bass yet. I mean, they were, they were like, we were there for only about like 15, 20 minutes. And then we met this one gentleman by the name of Sinan. 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 And he's been there for about like, he's been fishing there for 15, 20 years. And he's like, I come here, I watch your videos. Nice. I love it. I love it. Big China, you're number one. I'm like, thank you. How about Eric? Who? Who's Eric? <laughs> <laughs> I go, but it was, it was well, awesome. How do you know who I am? How do you know? That's why I said, I go, how about Eric? He's like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> how would you know? I don't know. I don't have videos, man. <laughs> but yeah. So, so, then, so, is there no white bass? So he went and he casted like five, eight casts, and he's like, they're not here. 
And he's like, I'm going now. Yeah, if they're <laughs> so not, you'll know in the first few counts. He was there for, he, said, he originally said, I'm here for a scouting mission. So his wife didn't even come out of the car. She just stayed in the car. He went down. He was like, because we looked at the ones that were fishing down, like down, on the, down by the falls. And they were tight to the falls. We went a little further down. And we decided the same way. Like, yeah, they're not here. Like, we're not going to catch anything, no matter what. So we went to Pine Falls next. And we wanted to go beside the dam because we were trying to hopefully hook into a catfish or maybe even a sturgeon because we're in the lower part of the dam. Right, so we're allowed to target them there, maybe. I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. You if are. not, it's catfish. <laughs> no, you're allowed. To. Didn't matter though. We didn't catch anything there. No one on shore there caught anything because by the time we were at Pine Falls, it was already two two p.m. It was pretty late in the day. Like you, I don't know whether or not the wall. I mean, the fish usually come in a little closer during the morning and night, right? So we're dead of the afternoon. But it was fun though. We sat there. We had a big lunch. Had a barbecue, and then um, we we're thinking earlier how you know this time of year, Breer Point is always good by boat. And then we have, like, our buddy Arnell, who always fishes at Briere, like, right next to the shore. Like, he's tight oh, yeah, to shore. You ever yeah, see yeah. how close he gets? Like, people on shore are casting over him. So we're like, I can get to Briere Point because so there's the a road. Sand. You're on the sand at Briere we're Point? At the, we're at the beach. So, because there's actually, when you go into town at Saguin, there's a sign that says Briere Point. <laughs> you catch anything? We had one bite, but it was windy. But the thing is, once again, it was, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And the, actually, a couple locals came by, and they're like, oh, hey, are you fishing from shore here? Or like... Like, because they, 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 they know that we always usually fish by boat. And then uh, he goes, this, this place is really good this time of year, uh, just at night. The night or first thing in the morning, right? So he goes, you got about another four or five hours. <laughs> and we're like, oh, man, we don't want to stick around for we that. We can see Breer Point from the plane. Actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we were driving over there. So, see it. yeah, so after Breer Point that we got skunked for the second, third spot, we decided we'd go to our safety net, which would be like Lockport. And, uh, yeah, yeah, Lockport was really low by the floodway was where we started. And, uh, yeah, we got skunked there, too. It was awesome. <laughs> it was super low, but we did get a lot of bites. It was just because of uh, offshore fishing there. You got you got to be mindful of where you throw your rigs at Lockport because if you want to get in the channel, I mean, just remember, you got to bring it up the channel after, right? In other words, you guys suck at shore fishing. We do suck at shore fishing. Aye, dude, yeah, it's yeah. horrible. <laughs> but is it... Is it... <coughs> Just a year because everybody says it's tough. I, I all over. It's late. Minus, no, no, it's minus Lake Winnipeg. It's late by two weeks, and we've heard that already. Everything's late by two weeks, right? So think about it. If Manicotogan Falls is supposed to be on end of May, first week of June, and it's late two weeks, it's not going to be on until the second week of June. Well, there's no white bass here. So no, they're, they're all in the lake still. Yeah. So, but people are shore fishing. I had a buddy fishing. I told him to go to Winnipeg Beach. And they did well, yeah. Well, he didn't go to Winnipeg Beach because it was full of people. So he picked some random shoreline uh, and south well. of there. Yeah, and they still stream oh, yeah. full of fish, man. Oh, just yeah. random, random rocks. Just, just there's, no lot, there's lots. And yeah. and I think I think I think it's important for people to realize too. Also, I mean, it's like, if especially if you got wind driven on Lake Winnipeg, you I mean always always pick the wind driven shoreline. Usually, right? It's always you have your best most luck at that, right? So, wow, shore fishing. I think I've always found you just go where you can. Where you you know, there. It's limited, right? I mean, you have to... People always ask some of these spots. I have some spots, though, that are like... I still haven't shared with people. Oh, yeah, along the good. Winnipeg River. I never did get it there. I would have told you some pike spots in the Winnipeg River. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to tell you now. Why not? Because we suck? Yeah, because then you'd let me so, down. So... Oh, my <laughs> God. Let's say for somebody... You let me down. Just, somebody's just going to head out. Yeah. So, let's take the obvious places out, like... Bridges and, and rock points. So, if you go to the river... Are you looking for inside or outside? Well, if you, yeah, if, if, if access wasn't an issue and you could just yeah. go wherever, yeah, the outside bend because that's 
deeper, right? Yeah. Like if you're talking about river or creeks yeah. even, that is deeper. So you can get to, I've got a spot at St. Francis Xavier. That's that white horse on Highway yeah, 1. Yeah. There's a, it's just off a, off a back road, but it's an outside bend, like Mike was saying. You go down through the trees and that was always a good spot, especially, it doesn't matter if current's going, your, line, your pickle rig still goes off to the side like this and, and you're almost near shore. But it's still eight, whatever, nine feet, and that's with catfish, no problem, man. Drum, walleye, rock bass, catfish, you name it, right? So, yeah, if, 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 that, if, if access isn't an issue, that's what I would pick. And then any kind of bottom of rapids, if there are. Yeah, that's always nice. Rip, yeah. Riffles, if you can back find, eddies, right? Um, I guess after, let's say, it rains for a day. Probably somewhere close to a culvert, creating some Definitely, current. culverts are nice. I love culverts in the city. In yeah. Portage of Prairie as well, like when I used to work there, culverts. So that would be like everything's muddy, yeah. but outside the culvert is some clear water. And I love it. And you and see, it's twi the, twister tail and a jig, man. You see the smoky, you see the smoky color of the, the river. Yeah, yeah. And the clear water, the fresh water coming out of the culvert. It's cool, eh? And you'd catch the fish just inside the mud. Yeah, because like, they're, 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 they're hiding there or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, it was cool. And guys, just to let you know, there are some culverts exactly like that in the city here. But once again, it has to be like, you got, they have to have like the perfect height of the water flowing, like coming out of there. And the, the river's got to be high enough that it covers at least half the whole, half the culvert, right? Because if there's no water in the culvert, it doesn't work. So can you shore fish without using a pickle rig? Of course you can. So there's we a lot did. of guys always looking for that, where it's, so yeah, they want to shore, but they always think shore fishing is just, you know, throwing, a, and a lot of it is, right? You're throwing a, throwing a rig out and waiting. Well, you, you know, I, I would say, like, if you're going to places like, like the Winnipeg River System and White Shell, there's lots of places that you can go that you don't need picker rigs. You're casting around. Absolutely. You're definitely cast. I, I love, like, casting, like, boat launches, like, in, like, Nudimic, Otterfalls, all, like, I stop at every single one, and yeah. I always cast, right? Um, or bobbers. Yep. Yeah. Um, definitely if you can find falls, I mean, they're always a fun place to go. Um, under bridge underpasses and all that kind of stuff. They always hold a little fish here and there. So I wonder if you, it's tough to share shore fishing spots. It is hard. It is hard. I mean, like I have a bunch in, in white shell that we're going to go do the video on it. And I might be like, I don't know if I'm going to how do how do you share though? Right? Because, because they're just like, they're small little. I mean, at the same time, yeah. Whatever, at the same right? time too, right? It's kind of like. Timing is, is key sometimes in those areas sometimes, right? So, I don't know. It is tricky. I mean, like, sharing places on the Red River is not really that bad. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, some, some place like Bassett up in Rice, you mean, like, you got to drive three hours to get there. You know what I mean? It's, it's a long yeah. drive. It's a long drive. When, you, when you're passing already Lake Winnipeg, that's on fire. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're passing a million spots that are good already going up there. So, but, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, heading up to White Shell sometimes, like, in the middle of the summer, like when, when walleye fishing on Lake Winnipeg goes a little deeper, something, well, previously, but I mean, people used to head out to Whiteshell and try to get, get walleyes out there. I mean, I kind of figured out where to go for the offshore fishing there. And it's, yeah, it's tough to give those spots up, but I'll, I'll give a couple. <laughs> on Lake Winnipeg right now, like there's a, a big bite is off the beaches. Yes. Like walking into the beaches and stuff like but that. Has so it that's, started? That's big. Oh, that will be. I mean, I'm sure you could do it right now. It's just cold. It's cold, yeah. Yeah, because people catch catching river. But as soon as like July comes... That's a new thing now. People are going to go up to their hips, go to that, like, you know, it goes in sandbars yeah, or whatever. Yeah, casting, yeah. And you name it, doesn't matter where you go, ever from Nasa, Riverton, all the way down around the corner, Grand Beach, you name it. And, and it's carp, and it's walleye, and it's drum, and, and white it's bass. catfish. White bass is seasonal, it's earlier, right? Yeah. And then they start to, they go into the middle again, right? But people got to give that though, a yeah, shot, yeah. man. You don't have to go far. And there's no secret spots for that. Nope. Anywhere where you can access, you just walk out and go fish. It is cool, man, to be catching fish where you're, like, up to your hips in water. 
and and these fish are biting your spoon or your jig or whatever right by you. Oh, you know that's cool, man. Like you know, we're gonna uh, do that, Mike. Mike's gonna do it, and he can go farther than us because he's taller. He's taller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, the cool no, thing. The cool thing. We're at Bassett. Like Jay Siemens did that video when he was going up there, and he was just throwing his net rig right off the side. I was on the shore, and I just, I, I, I just took my rod out with my net rig beside it, and, and I banged off like three bass. Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, holy crow. Well, when you're in a boat, you're always in a boat, and you're looking for the right shoreline to fish. Isn't that crazy? That's how it is. And then we're, like, yeah, we're, yeah, <laughs> I, you're I, sure, I literally you're casting it as far as you can. I'll be honest, guys. When I was at Beset, most of the fish I caught were four feet away from shore. Yeah. It was kind of crazy that way. Yeah, it's funny. It was funny. It was funny though. Well, it's it's funny how you forget where you started. Yeah, yeah. Right, because now we're we're in bullets all the time, and going back to the shore, you kind of forget where you're. Well, you, you, you started. You, it's though. true, man. You forget your tips. Your your kind of your tricks that you remember. Like like I said, like outside outside turns, deeper channels, like even all these little spots that you're like, you're like, damn it, like why did I come here when, when it's such low water because it's so yeah. shallow. Well, like <laughs> at the floodway bridge, we used, we can't cast to that center pillar with a bobber. No. And the gold eye always used to be right there. Uh-huh. So we'd go to the top of the bridge. Where, on Lockport? No, at floodway. Right the floodway. And drop yeah, really? <laughs> all the way down and wait. And then you could get them, yeah, yeah. And then you'd reel them right to the top again. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, people think that shore fishing is no-brainer stuff, but it's not. Man. Oh there's, no, there's lots of things. Actually, I think it's a little tough. It is. There's a science a to it, man. I mean, there really is. We get is. pissed off. We just move in our boat. Right, and and eventually, even just dumb luck, you'll 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 happen onto some fish or whatever. Let's do a video on that. I wonder if the gold eye is still at that center pillar. <laughs> I don't know. It's there are sometimes. I mean, that'd be the funniest thing ever, man. But shore fishing has a whole other aspect to it, man. You got to know your stuff. And other other shore guys will laugh at guys that come and they don't know their stuff. You know when people don't know their stuff, shore fishing, man. Oh yeah, and, you start and, laughing at them. <laughs> it was it was nice though. You know what the one good thing about shore fishing sometimes is like you get to talk to a lot of people too, right? If they want to talk to you. <laughs> well, it's like ice fishing. It's more social. It is and, more social. And, and you know what, the thing is, when we went to uh, Lockport, we actually ended up meeting this really cool gentleman by the name of Chad Townsend. He was uh, from North Carolina. Ended up uh, marrying this girl from Transcona. <laughs> Didn't, didn't work out as well, but he's now stuck here in Winnipeg. Really? But it was funny, he's American, and we started laughing. Oh, figure. Slumming we, it, we, eh? Slumming it with, we, a, with a spike with, girl. Yeah, with the spike, he's like, I live a block away from there. But it was funny, though, because we were talking about like about him being American. I always talk about Trump and all that kind of stuff. He's like, you American, you Canadians hate Trump. And we're like, no, 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 it's all good. All our friends are from like North Dakota, Minnesota. They love him there. It's all good. And he's like, because I goes, I'm pretty good friends with Trump. And we're like, whatever. And he starts pulling all these photos. We're like... Holy crap. Was he really? He is? really is. Like friends with Trump Jr. And no, all these NASCAR guys. No, seriously. He, he had pictures like Eva Shockley and all that. Like, it, was, it, was, it was amazing. Like, you sure it's not Photoshop? You know what? It was the same photo over again. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, that's true. That's cool. Those guys. Like, Chad's really dope. He's really cool. He... He's, he's like, he's, he's, uh, like I said, he showed the, the photos. He's, he was talking about, you know what? If you guys ever come down to Carolina, oh, we can go, we can go watch the Jets for 30 bucks and we'll be like, we'll be seat side beside the glass. Oh yeah. Cause no one goes and watches those games. Rally or whatever. Well, no, their, their fans crazy? are pretty good right now. They I know. Made it, they made it pretty far, but yeah. Because even with that, they don't go. No one goes, man. Yeah. Oh, cool stuff, but no, cool but stuff. no, we uh, we ended up. I remember he caught he caught a nice like thirty three or thirty two, and took a nice sunset photo. Got him on video, and he's like, "Oh my goodness, look at that picture! It's amazing." I go, "Hey, that's what we do, man. We're good at that." <laughs> so, well, that's cool, but shore fishing, man. What's the essential uh, tools that people need, man? If you're gonna make a kit, I say like, if you want to make a the, the the ultimate travel kit, all right. 
I would say you need a couple if you need a couple catfish rigs and if you don't know how to tie your own, right? You'll need some I would say three ounce no rolls no roll weights. You should put together your your emergency pickle rig kit with a couple one ounce or two ounce bell sinkers, right? To have. Uh, and then you know what? I'd fill the rest. I'd actually make sure you have uh, always make sure you have split shots. Split shots, small, small, small hooks and a float, right? So you can go for gold eyes and moon eyes and stuff like that. Plus, you'd be surprised at how many times you fish falls and areas with current that you can catch walleyes and current on a bobber, right? Is what I would always say. Jig, jig and twister tail is always key thing, right? So have your no crankbaits. Oh, I'm not, I'm not done yet. <laughs> I go, I'm not done yet. I would say if you're gonna go with the cranks, things like uh, X wrap, uh, slash baits, husky jerks, original floaters, stuff that will stay up top. Work their way down, not dive right to the bottom and get stuck right away, right? So, yeah, you're making know. that kit and like, a white bucket to carry it all. And a white bucket, you need, you need to put it a white bucket. They got orange buckets now, Home Depot ones, yeah, blue yeah. owner ones. You need a, a rod stand helps out. Yeah, like and you can buy all kinds of fancy ones, or people fabricate their own nowadays. It's better than pulling a, a branch offshore or whatever. Sometimes that's that's the whole, you know, that's that's <laughs> that's, a, that's the grassroots of offshore fishing. But yeah, and then. Like everything Garthur said, man, a pickle rig though, I would suggest getting your own hooks. Yeah. You buy, you can buy snelled hooks now. A Bass Pro Shop has snells. Eagle Claw has snells. They're ready to go. They're just the same thing that comes out of the package except with a better hook. And I, I love, Those gold hooks are garbage. I love man. tying my own catfish rigs. What do you mean? You don't like it when you pinch the barb and the thing breaks? And the thing breaks up. or whatever. Yeah, like that's what I would suggest for sure. Have different size weights for sure. One, two, three ounce weights. And then some spoons. Jigging yeah, grubs oh, are always yes, good to have. And spoons. have spoons, man. Like These are easy things to cast from shore. They don't snag up. They, they, they start to stay up in the column. All different size kind of spoons, man. Like uh, when they talk about like silver, five of diamonds, that kind of spoon, red devil. Have those in your box. And just throw them anywhere. I threw them once in the, in the slough at, on the Red River there where the paddle wheel was getting yeah, stored. Yeah. That thing's rotting over there. What'd you you get? throw a red devil there, pike, man. Pike after pike after pike. And crappy. Yeah, and the... I never caught a crappie in the snow. Yeah, they're there. Well, they could be. I've never yeah. caught it there. Not it's a certain time of year. Not on a red devil anyway, but no. yeah, man. Cast those around. You never know what you're going to catch. It's true. So that's cool stuff. That's the kit that we would suggest. A nice chair, camping chair. That's what we forgot this weekend. We forgot our chairs. You had no chairs. You got to have a chair, Well, because we were all about, we wanted to throw and cast and all that kind of stuff. Near the end, we're really tired. Like, you're shore fishing, man. You're going to sit at, at yeah, some point. Don't ever forget your chair. You almost need to trick a chair out with a rod holder, so it's yes. right there. Yeah, they have fancy tackle box chair holder combos in other parts of the world. They don't sell them here because carp fishing is giant yes. all over the world. They've got these great river boxes, they're called. England, a lot of them are made in England. They do a lot of it in Spain. They do all over the world. You've got to get some river boxes. You should see these things, man. Like tackle box chair rod stands, and they have these. You should see them. They're, they're whole transformer machines. The whole thing extends out there because these got these long cane poles or whatever, right? yeah. And they got sensors. They even have all kinds. They have little targets to know if your rod's moving. Oh man, rod stands this, this, and that. Just a bell. A bell. A oh my good. god, these a bells. Bell. You a use bell. a bell? I've never used a bell. I mean, oh, I've used a bell, but I, I used a bell. I've used a. I used never part of my the, uh, beer cap. A ding, 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 ding. Oh man. I used a bell for the kids. Yeah, I'd just be watching my rod. Like I would. Oh, I nap. And then you set the hook, and the bell goes flying into the street or whatever. So you we know you nap. I napped. I napped up rears. And then the water started coming in because the wind was blowing in. And then like my legs and I have my shorts were underwater. You're sleeping and, on the sand? And, then, and the Tyler was just laughing at me. I'm like, you ass. <laughs> You're just sitting on the ground? I'm lying on the ground. <laughs> it was already late Man. in the... We were up since 4.30. Come on. 
Man. Agreed. Yeah. So that. So that's that. So guys, make sure you check out some offshore. Don't forget about offshore fishing. It's fun, man. Especially if you got kids. I mean, it's, it brings you back to your roots of when you were fishing with grandpa and grandma and stuff like that. I didn't fish with my Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Okay, maybe when I got my like... first boat, the first two boats I had, I had a jumbo, then I had a tri-hull. I would just, like on, on the weekends, I wouldn't launch at Selkirk Park because one, too much traffic, and two, I wasn't that good at backing up it or whatever, you're, you're self-conscious. Yeah. I'd be fishing offshore still because that's the weekends. And then on the, during the weekdays, I would be launching the boat or whatever because less people or whatever. Then eventually now, it's like you almost become like a snob after, right? But yeah, I don't <laughs> short fish anymore. Yeah. Well, yes, you, you don't do it as much because now you're dropping the boat every night. You do competitions and stuff. That's you don't even fish for fun on the boat anymore. It's all just either practice or tournament, which is that's horrible. We had fun on the weekend in the boat. It's horrible. Yeah, that's still work. So now it's just work. It's either work, tournament, or practice. I feel, really got to get back to fishing. For I feel fun. Re- I feel really sorry for you. <laughs> I do. That's sad. Thing. I want to go shore fishing again. Oh, oh no, I do. I do try go get bait, like gold eye. Yeah, yeah. And it's hit or miss over here now. That I need, uh, a, I need a new gold eye spot. No, it depends where you go in there. I mean, there's different. They, they catch gold eye on both sides. Man. What about this Waverly? You guys been to Waverly down over here? No. That La, La Barrier Park. No, that's. That used to be really good, man. Well, they destroyed the, the water dam so there. Low, yeah. yeah, it's water so low nowadays, eh? There's... It was high. Now it's low. Actually, have you checked it already? Oh, it's low. Yeah, it's already it rains so quick. There's eh? sticks everywhere. Yeah, I see there being no That's horrible. There. So a good spot They're right now is uh, Portage Spillway. Yeah. Portage Spillway or Delta Ooh. Spillway. If you guys want to head out that way, those are some spots where people catch from shore. Even at that Westburn, yeah, yeah, people are catching from shore there too. All the big drummer running right now and big carp. Uh, like we said, any anywhere along Lake Winnipeg. So Gimli Pier, that fuck, that was shoulder to shoulder compared to these last two weekends. <laughs> And stringers of greenbacks. Told everybody to go there. That'll be good still for another week, but then it'll move up to Hecla. And then the pier off there, if you want to shore fish, you want to catch walleye, go to, go to Hecla. Nassau before there. Not as many walleye, but you'll catch a lot of perch. Any of the beaches. Winnipeg, Winnipeg Beach Marina. I mean, go try it all out. Talked about the city fishing. You're going to go to the white shell. If you're a little bit more uh, of the exploring type, there's lots of back roads and oh, places yeah. that get to lakes there or whatever you try. You'll always catch these pesky 18 to 25 inch jacks. Not rockets. No, no matter what. So at least you're catching those, man. Like that's not hard, man. You cast a spoon or a jig somewhere everywhere. You'll catch those. So breaks the boredom. Yeah, you, man. You, ca- you can something. actually, you can actually catch like those jacks, just like casting spoons in the Red River, along, yeah, along yeah, the yeah, shoreline. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. even in the city, you just cast cast any of the shorelines like that. You're you're oh, yeah, yeah. The, the mouth of Oman's Creek on the same river, for example. You're gonna catch them. Mouth of Buns yeah. Creek, Saint River. Yeah, people catch them in the same river using crankbaits. You, if you're determined to catch one on a crankbait, like the, those Mazda places, I have a buddy of mine who does that religiously, man. Oh, we do Cast that. We do that. Pulls it in. Omen's Creek. Crankbaits. Yeah. Yeah, man. You name it. Oh, there you go. There you go. I always used to use a shallow running one though. Now oh, it has yeah. like a, an L. Yeah, yeah you don't and want. Then you wouldn't snag so much, right? You don't want to dive right down. Yeah, right? dive yeah, right down. Yeah, yeah. You mean you want something that's gonna go down? That's what I said. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even sometimes. I mean, like those, like those, yeah, like those X wraps slash baits are good. Like the shallow diver ones, like float original floaters, right? Yeah. Like, especially when you're working those mouths, right? It's like you're not casting out to the middle of the lake. You're just casting across like 20 feet. So now we're talking all this shit. We should go prove it. Yeah, I've okay. been. Okay. We're trying. Get some pictures. I'm trying, guys. I'll get some pictures up for you guys. We'll share it on Doc Talk there, man. We'll yeah. share some pictures. Share, share your pictures, man. If you guys go try some of these things and uh, offshore fishing photos, put our suggestions to the test. And uh, we don't want any more boat photos. Ah, oh, these people in their boats. Oh, boats coming we out. We want your fish photos out. full of mud. 
There you go. <laughs> I'm going to post a boat photo now because you just said that. Yeah. You just said that. All right, then I'll post my offshore photos from nice. last weekend. Well, check us out on uh, Mondays, Real Talk, We're Facebook back. Live every Monday, most of the time. Every Thursday, the audio podcast is up, different topics. If there's a topic you guys want to hear us talk about, send us a message. Anywhere, we're on iTunes Podcast and on SoundCloud. Cool stuff. We'll talk about anything, man. Don't oh. forget to push really? that notification Someone's boat is taking off right there. There you there go. There you go. Oh, yeah. Here we go. That's 29 minutes. We're done. Okay. We're done then. This weekend, Falcon Lake. Good luck to all you guys. Thank you, brother. Thank we'll you. see what happens. I'll Fishing's be, on, been I'll slow be in there though. weighing your fish. Nice. Nice. Are you are you the judge? Uh, we helping out. I'm helping out. Yeah. Take care of the. So make sure here. you guys bring some money. Pay me off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it won't help if you can't catch something to even come close. Oh, yeah. I hear it's tough right now, but warm weather. You know, in fisherman talk, stable yeah. weather or whatever. We'll see what happens. All Hopefully, right. some good news on Monday. We'll see you guys then. Thank you. Talked all about shore fishing. If you have more suggestions for us, man, let us know. I'm sure there's better short fishermen than us out there. That's Absolutely. <laughs> See you guys next week. Hey, yeah, Garth Chang, Mike Tatoli, Eric Lobopo. We'll talk to you guys next week. Y'all ready to get Peace. Peace. Peace.